All glories, all glories to Sri Guru and Gauranga, all glories to Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada, Nama Om Vishnu Padaya, Krishna Prashtaya, Bhutale, Srimate, Bhakti Vedanta, Swami Nithinamani. Namaste, Saraswati Devi, Gauravani, Pacharani, Nivishesha, Srinivadi, Paschatya, Desha Tharani. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. 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 Naram Chaivanarottamam. Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tatojayam Dhiraye Nashtaprayeshu Abhadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Uttama Shloke Bhaktir Bhavatina Ishtiki Today we are continuing to read from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Chapter 1 entitled The History of the Life of Hajamila, text 37. Sri Shuka Uvacha, Iti Yukte Yamadhuta Iste, Vasudevotka Karinaha, Tanprat Yuchuku Prahasyedam, Meha Nitradaya Adhira, Meha Nitradaya Adhira, Sri Sukha Uvacha, Sri Sukha Uvacha, Iti Yukte Yamadhuda Iste, Iti Yukte Yamadhuda Iste, Vasudevotka Karinaha, Vasudevotka Karinaha, Tanprat Yuchuku Prahasyedam, Tanprat Yuchuku Prahasyedam, Mega Nitrada Yagira, Mega Nitrada Yagira, Sri Sukha Uvacha, Sri Sukha Uvacha, Iti Yukte Yamaduda Iste, Iti Yukte Yamaduda Iste, Vasudevotka Karinaha, Vasudevotka Karinaha, Tantrat Yuchuku Prahasyedam, Tantrat Yuchuku Prahasyedam, Mega Nitrada Yagira, Mega Nitrada Yagira, Shri Sukha Uvacha, Shri Sukhadeva Goswami said, Iti, thus, Bhukte, being addressed, Yamadudai, by the messengers of Yamaraja, Te, De, Vasudeva Bhukta Karinaha, who are always ready to execute, the orders of Lord Vasudeva, being personal associates of Lord Vishnu, who have obtained the liberation of Salokya. Tan, unto them, Pratyuchuhu, replied, Rahasya, smiling, idam, this, Mega Nitradaya, resounding like a rumbling cloud. Resounding like the rumbling cloud. Ira, voices with voices. Translation and purport by Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Sukadeva Goswami continued, being thus addressed by the messengers of Yamaraja, the servants of Vasudeva smiled and spoke the following words 
in voices as deep as the sound of rumbling clouds. Purple. The Yamadudas were surprised to see that the Vishnu Dudas, although polite, were hindering the rule of Yamaraja. Similarly, the Vishnu Dudas were also surprised that the Yamadudas, although claiming to be servants of Yamaras, the supreme judge of religious principles, were unaware of the principles of religious action. Thus, the Vishnu Dudas smiled, thinking, What is this nonsense they are speaking? If they are actually servants of Yamaras, they should know that Ajamal is not a suitable candidate for them to carry out. <coughs> we'll read the next verse. <coughs> I'll read the Sanskrit. You can listen. Sri Vishnudhuda Ujjuhu Yuyam Vai Dharma Radasya Yadi Nirdesha Karinaha Bruta Dharmasya Nastakvam Yad Cha Dharmasya Lakshanam Word to word meaning, please repeat Sri Vishnu Duda Juhu. Sri Vishnu Duda Juhu. The blessed messengers of Lord Vishnu spoke. The blessed messengers of Lord Vishnu spoke. You young. You young. All of you. All of you. Why? Why? Indeed. Indeed. Dharma Rajasya. Dharma Rajasya. Of King Yamaraja. Of King Yamaraja. Who knows the religious principles. Who knows the religious principles. Yadi. Yadi. If. If. Nirdesha Karyaha. Nirdesha Karyaha. Or a carriers. Bruta. Bruta. Just speak. Just speak. Dharmasya. Dharmasya. Of religious principles. Of religious principles. Naha. Naha. Unto us. Unto us. Tatvam. Tatvam. The truth. The truth. Yet. Yet. That which. <coughs> that which. Cha. Cha. Also. Also. Adharmasya. Adharmasya. Of impious activities. Of impious activities. Lakshanam. Lakshanam. Symptoms. Symptoms. Translation of Bhagavad by A.C. Bhagavad and Swami Shriva Prabhupada. The blessed messages of Lord Vishnu, the Vishnu Duda said, If you are actually servant of Yamaraja, you must explain to us the meaning of religious principles and the symptoms of irreligion. Purport. This inquiry by the Vishnu Dudas to the Yamadudas is most important. A servant must know the instructions of his master. The servants of Yamaraja claim to be carrying out the orders, carrying out his orders, and therefore Vishnu Dudas very intelligently ask them to explain the symptoms of religious and irreligious principles. A Vaishnava knows these principles perfectly well because he is well acquainted with the instructions of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The Supreme Lord says, Sarva Dharma Parityatya Mame Give up all other varieties of religion and just surrender unto me. Therefore, surrender unto the Supreme Personality of Godhead is the actual principle of religion. Those who have surrendered the principles of material nature instead of to Krishna are all empires regardless of their material position. Unaware of the principles of religion, they do not surrender to Krishna and therefore they are considered sinful rascals, the lowest of men and fools bereft of all knowledge. As Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita 7.15, Namam no muda prapadyante naradama mayayata asuram 
Those miscreants who are grossly foolish, lowest among mankind, whose knowledge is stolen by illusion, who partake of the atheistic nature of demons, do not surrender unto me. One who has not surrendered to Krishna does not know the true principle of religion. Otherwise, he would have surrendered. The question posed by Vishnu Dudas are very suitable. One who represents someone else must fully know that person's mission. The devotees in the Krishna Consciousness Movement must therefore be fully aware of the mission of Krishna and Lord Chaitanya. Otherwise, they will be considered foolish. All devotees, especially preachers, must know the philosophy of Krishna Consciousness so as not to be embarrassed and insulted when they preach. Om Ajnana Timirantasya Gyanam Janashalakaya Shakshurum Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Manobishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Smapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Uttapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamsha Sri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunatam Vitantam Sajeevam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Satitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padam Sahagana Lalita Sri Vishakam Vitamsha E Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dinabandhu Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namaspade Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrinda Vaneshwari Rishabam Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vancha Kalpatarubhyascha Kupa Sindhubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Radha Shri Vasadi Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. We are at the juncture where the crucial discussion is going on between the carriers, order carriers of Yamaraj, the Yamadudas and the order carriers of Lord Vishnu, the Vishnu Dudas. Just to give a quick background, um, the dialogue began when the Order carriers of Yamaras were doing their duty of taking the life of Ajama. And at that time they were prevented by the four Vishnu rulers because Ajama chanted Narayana. Because Ajama was doing sinful activities with body, mind, and words, three Yamadudas are now surprised to be blocked in carrying out their duty. They thought this whole world, every living entity is under the jurisdiction of Yamaraj. Little did they know about a higher principle of anyone who helplessly calls out the name of the Lord, just that 
calling out of that helpless call removes all sin and that particular person is sinless. We, within this um, comment, may be surprising that how could the order carriers of Yamaraj not know this? Thanks to Shila Prabhupada and his purports and his lectures. Even a person starting to come to Iskorn will know that. Children, they will also know this. As Prabhupada said, pointed out to little um, kid Saraswati. And, uh, he appreciated the way she is preaching. But unfortunately, the order carriers of Yamadutas at that particular stage, they did not know the potency of the holy name. Of course, we will be here. They will be instructed about the power of the holy name by none other than Yamaraj himself. He is one of the devotees of the Lord and is also a Mahajan. So, the Yamadudas, if you notice, um, they are executing the orders of Yamaraj and there is a conflict of interest between them and the Vishnu Dudas. They are blocked from carrying out the duty, but still there is a polite dealing. They are uh, surprised to see the form of the Vishnu Dudas. They appreciate it, politely they are asking, oh, what are you doing here? You, your effulgence is dissipating the darkness of this material world. You, you have four arms. The arms are decorated with conch, club, lotus flower, quivers of arrow, you have a sword. <clears throat> and we are engaged in the duty of taking the life of a simple person. So we are surprised. What are you doing here? So on the other side, the Vishnu Dutas are surprised. Did you not hear that at the last moment he was calling out for Lord Narayan? And you are claiming to be the order carriers of Yamaraj. You should be knowing what religion and irreligion is. And they also did not um, speak harsh words, even though there is a conflict of interest, you are reporting to different authorities. Vishnu is above Yamaraj, which means um, my authority is above your authority, so I can speak harsh words against you because that's an hierarchy. No. We see that despite having conflict of interest, despite reporting to different authorities, despite having difference of opinions, there is a polite feeling, there is, uh, there is smiling exchanges. Words are not harsh, but there is a bit of a surprise. One is surprised as to, he is such a simple person. We were the whole list, and that's why we three of us came. And they are surprised, the Vishnu Dutas are surprised. Come on, did you not hear him calling out to Lord Narayan? So that's why four of us have come. And if you claim to be servants of Yamaraj, then you tell it what is religion, what is religion. A typical conflict, or uh, even devotees are to hear. 
if somebody is expert in deity worship and then they, they, they see something, someone else is doing some, not following the highest standards and they'll point out, then they'll be challenged. Okay, you seem to be talking as if you know everything. You tell us what, what we should do. Right? So, that happens. If, if the issue is brought out about Vaishnavetic care, it's not being followed like that, so then it will be challenged. Okay, you tell us what proper etiquette is. If you, if you claim to be the follower of etiquettes, this and that, you tell us. The same applies. Um, depending on the nature of the person, whether it's Brahmana, Kshatriya or Vaishya, if something is going wrong in administration, usually the Kshatriyas will speak up and or the Vaishyas will speak up and they will point out, try to and if something respect to cleanliness and um, dealings and with philosophy, if something is wrong, then the Brahmanas usually speak up and then they correct. So, here what's happening is the Vishnu Gudas, pure devotees, they are the order carriers of Vishnu, the same form as the Lord, uh, living in the same planet, they know the potency of the holy name, which is above the four Varna and Ashrama. And they are following the higher principle, Paradharma. Um, and therefore, they are questioning, you claim to be the servants of Yamaraj, who is the establisher and the protector of religion. So you tell us what the religious principles are. So, now the explanation is being demanded here. So you can't just act whimsically even though you have authority to, when you are questioned, you must be able to explain on what basis are you doing it. So, the exchange of surprise between Yamadudas and the Vishnududas um, Prabhupada has spoken on these two verses more in more than one occasion and uh, he makes a lot of striking points and he then connects it to the difficulty of the preachers, the duty of the preachers, what they have to go through and the same he is doing in the purport of 37 and 38. Um, what is the actual religious principle? That's one major theme that's coming up and then the statement that stood out for me at least in the purport of 38 is a servant must know the instructions of his master. And then setting the context of the master as Yamaraj, then the servant of Yamaraj must know what uh, is actual religion and irreligion. If the context is set as Lord Krishna, then what does he say about Dharma and Adharma? Pretty straightforward. Whatever Krishna says is right is Dharma, whatever he says wrong is Adharma. If the context is set as Lord Chaitanya, whomever you meet, uh, instruct them about the teachings of Lord Krishna. 
Yarebeka, Tarekaha, Krishna Pradesh. So that's the mission of Lord Chaitanya. And how does that come down to us? Is through Srila Prabhupada's uh, mission. So that is another theme that's coming up. Very striking statement, the last one. All devotees, especially preachers, must know the philosophy of Krishna consciousness so as not to be embarrassed and insulted when they preach. Having discussed the themes, um, I just wanted to go a little bit deeper into this famous verse which Prabhupada is quoting. Krishna speaks towards the end of the Bhagavad Gita, 1866. Now, although Krishna has come to establish Dharma, Dharma Samstapana Antaya, Sambhavami Yuge Yuge, then in the Bhagavad Gita, he explains different Dharmas through connecting to him through various methods of yoga. Connecting through demigod worship, then elevating to Sakama Karma, then Nishkama Karma. Then by that selfless service, you are eligible to gain knowledge, then connecting to Krishna through knowledge. Some may want to connect to Him through meditation, Dhyana, Ashtanga Yoga process. Then the middle six chapters, He uh, expresses, reveals his heart and in fact he gives a secret, the most confidential knowledge of how he can be controlled by love and devotion. All that is giving in the middle six chapters. Then comes the um, aspect of how not to get entangled in this material nature, how one must be detached from the material nature, the knowledge of material nature, how it binds and how by practicing pure devotion one can come out of the modes. So that's why the knowledge um, in the 14th chapter is special because the glory of devotional service was discussed but in the last six chapters the angle is more of this is the power of material nature, but the power of devotional service is superior that it can take you out of the homes. Then the different levels, Brahman, Paramatma, um, Bhagavan, Realization, all that is discussed again. Um, and that's where we see the persons who do not surrender and who do surrender. So if we look at those who do not surrender, they are overcome by the modes of passion and ignorance. And those in the goodness also do not surrender unto Krishna because they think they know everything. So Prabhupada gives examples of scientists, poets who have good material knowledge but they don't know that the ultimate purpose of that knowledge is to surrender unto him. That's what he writes. One who has not surrendered to Krishna does not know the true principle of religion. Otherwise, he would have surrendered. So the miscreants, we see four of them. 
when describing the power of Maya and how to overcome them, Maam Evaye Prapadyante, Mayam Etam Karantite, and then the contrast is Mudas, they don't do Prapadyante, they don't surrender, and there are four categories. Their knowledge is stolen and they have mentality of uh, demons and that demoniac mentality which has to be avoided, Krishna explains in detail in the uh, 17th chapter. And the recurring theme of should I renounce or should I work? And that gets again repeated in 18th chapter, Sanyas versus Tyag. Krishna gives a summary of the entire Gita, starting with Karma Yoga, Karma Yoga leading to Jnana. In that section, again, Krishna talks about the intricate details of action, what inspires one to act, knowledge, object of knowledge and the knower. So if you read that section, there is this this, um, interesting presentation of the worker has to perform action and that action has to be based on knowledge. He uses knowledge to um, discriminate and then it comes to the aspect of buddhi and then dhriti which is determination. If knowledge is proper, then intelligence, buddhi will be properly guided and then you have proper determination and finally you get happiness. So this is how the Satchitananda is the worker must be conscious, he must be alive, he must have senses and then he must be guided by spiritual knowledge. Then to perform actions you need senses. It has to be directed by intelligence and then to finish it, to bring it to completion, you must have determination, not just start things and then not complete them, determination. And finally you achieve happiness. The goal of all of that is happiness, Satchitananda. Then the Brahman realization, Krishna describes that. Then the Paramatma realization. Having described all of that, Krishna will say, Now, Arjuna, you deliberate on whatever I have spoken. Deliberate carefully what I have spoken and then you decide what you want to do. So, Arjuna will start deliberating. So, Acharya has described that in the battlefield, Krishna is seeing Arjuna in such a situation. He is deliberating. So Krishna's heart melts. Okay, what are I spoken so far? It's okay. Even if you don't uh, understand or remember, this instruction is crucial. Then he will speak the, the, what he call as the crest jewel verse, the Acharya described of the bhakti section. <coughs> it is considered like a um, ornamented box. The uh, top portion is the Karma Yoga, then the bottom portion is Jnana and then the middle portion is the Bhakti and within that Bhakti section the, the verses 
which are very crucial and which gets repeated is the Manmana Bhagavan Pakto Matyaji Ma Namaskuru. Now in the 18th chapter, Krishna goes a step further because in the 9th chapter when he says this is what you must do, this is what you must do. Manmana Bhagavan Pakto Matyaji Ma Namaskuru. What does he say in the 9th chapter in that version? Atyaji Mam Namaskaru Mam Shrevai Shrevai Yukdvayam Atmanam Namparaya So then 18th chapter he will say, he will make a promise. 18th chapter when he repeats the same words, he will say, when you do that, I promise you. Satyam te pratijane priyosime. So you see that the heart of the Lord melting and he is promising. Even if you didn't understand anything, whatever I have spoken, it's okay. Don't um, work up your mind so much. Even though he said, deliberate carefully, now his heart is melting. He said, just remember this. Always think of me, become my devotee, offer obeisances unto me. And if you do that, I promise you that I um, will deliver you. Don't worry. And that's where the next verse, he reveals himself further. He has uh, described the various dharmas, sannyas dharma, the grihastha dharma, the brahmachari dharma, the vanaprastha dharma, and the brahmana dharma, kshatriya dharma, vaishya dharma, shudra dharma. Here he says, and his heart is melting in love. He, is, he didn't want to, he, he can no longer take the anxiety which Arjuna is going through and his heart melts and then he says these crest jewel verses of the Gita and one of them is what Prabhupada is quoting. Abandon all varieties of religion. Sarva dharma karityajya ma ekam sharanam praja. Aham Tvam Sarva Papevyo Moksha Ishyami Ma Shucha. So we will dwell into that verse. So this section, speaking from what Prabhupada has spoken on this verse and, and also from His Grace Chaitanya Charan Prabhu's explanation of 1866. So if you look at the line-by-line translation, Sarva Dharman Parityajya is abandon all varieties of religion. Maam Ekam Sharanam Raja is just surrender unto me. Aham Tvam Sarva Papevyo Moksha Ishyami I shall deliver you from all sinful reactions. Ma Shuchaha is do not fear. This Ma Shuchaha is. I came across this <coughs> uh, two words when looking at the deity form of the king or the giver of benediction. It's called Lord Varadaraj. Vara is benediction and he is the king of the giver of benediction. In his 
hand he will show the mudra of abhaya mudra and there the words will be inscribed i did not know the significance of that with my mundane vision i used to think um maybe some donor must have given so much of money that the donor's name is written there because um we will see that the big temples they used to have this donor has done this much and then there will be an inscription placed on so he must have done so much that they have inscribed some because there is a particular caste in India who are called as Sa, Shas so this some Sha must have given a big amount of money that person's name must be Ma that initials must be M or something yeah, although it is written in Tamil to say Ma Shucha so, some Shah must have given some donation so that's why his name is there in the Lord's hand little did I know the the inner meaning of what's in that only when um, coming in touch with devotees and um, reading Shri Prabhupada's books going through Bhagavad Gita everything was there the Lord was there the book was there you are going to the temple year after year asking for um, better marks entrance into engineering college which did not give uh, all of that gone through the same temple over and over again but the difference is once you take shelter of a bona fide spiritual master, you visit the same temple, you see different pastimes of the Lord which you have not seen. In the same temple, the lot of pastimes of Lord um, Krishna killing various demons I have never seen in the pillars. So I was able to see them. Why? Because of taking shelter, connecting, connecting to him through a proper parampara all glories to Prabhupada. We would not have, you seeing the Lord, but we still not seeing. Then when waiting to enter the uh, temple once, because there's a big queue, so um, there's a level, ground level, and then there's the first level is where the Lord is. So you need to climb the stairs, and then stand in the queue and then there will be a uh, certain queue going around and when the boga is getting offered the darshan will be blocked so you can't see, see the lot so you will have to wait so when waiting around the um, donation counters I was standing and then that position where I was blocked was just before the door so I was just looking around the paintings seeing and there I saw the paintings of Jagannath Baladeh Subhadra for the very first time. Been to the temple many times, many years. But that's when I saw the smiling form, although the, the paint and all have started to wear off, but the, the smile was there. Then many years later when I went, they refurbished it and now it's painted really well. And that's when you, you enter uh, and then you again you go through the steps to see the Lord. 
and that step represents the 24 elements. You give up all of the 24 steps will be there. Before you will see the Lord, but still you need to go a step further. So of course there will be Jai Jai. And then one of my um, schoolmates who is a very ardent devotee of the Lord, uh, he used to tell me that don't see the face of the Lord straight away when you go. You have to start seeing from the feet and then go slowly, slowly up. And then sometimes you can't see the feet of the Lord. So then he gave the advice that if you go around, there will be a painting of the Lord at the back. So in the painting you can see the feet of the Lord nicely and then you go inside and then even if the feet is visible or not, you have taken darshan of the feet and then you take full darshan. Because what happens, the um, Uchava deities who are taken around on a procession, they will be kept and then the main deity is probably, I don't know, 10, 10 to 12 feet high. Um, so the Uchava deities who are taken around for procession, Buddha, um, Sri Devi and the Lord, they will be there and the feet of the, the, uh, the Lord will be sometimes blocked, you may not be able to see. So that's what the um, friend of mine told and even in the painting, in the, in the hand it will be very clearly inscribed, Ma Shu Cha. Do not fear. Now, coming back to this Sarva Dharman Parityajya, even though the Lord has come to establish religion, He is saying, See, this is why I came for. Now, here the same Lord is saying, abandon all varieties of religion. So what this really means is abandon anything that is preventing you from doing exclusive surrender unto me. Anything that is preventing you to do maam ekam sharanam praja, other than pure devotion, anything else you give up. So that's why there is different levels of dharma, jati dharma, kula dharma, as Arjuna himself, you bring up all of that what will happen to this, what will happen, all the arguments that he puts forward is based on lower level of dharma. Um, so give up all of those apara dharma which is not favorable for pure devotion and take up those activities which are favorable for devotional service. And therefore performing Adharmic activities is out of question and within Dharmic activities, those activities which are helping you to situate yourself in a position, Stane Stita, Stita is position and from there you perform pure devotional service. That's why the framework of Varna and Ashrama is there. So you don't throw that away but you use that as as an aid or a position from which you perform pure devotional service. Because if you notice, after hearing Sarvadharman Paritya Arjuna did not take off his um, weapons, armor and all that and then he didn't walk away. What did he do? The Kshatriya Dharma, 
he followed in accordance to what lord said kill them yes okay i'll do it karishye vachanam thava so the proper application is those frameworks which krishna has described in the gita through the modes through the brahmana kshatriya the varnashrama framework that he gave all of that doesn't have to be given up they have to be used so that they lead you to pure devotional service if it is favorable use it as prabhupada writes in the purport grihasthas were working in a factory going out earning money and donating to the temple they are as good as sanyasis all they have to do is in their home day in the morning and evening chant hare krishna have kirtan discuss bhagavad gita and shrimad bhagavatam offer bhoga to the lord partake the prasadam if you do that if you're doing it continuously things are going well you don't need to renounce at the same time the family life is not favorable one has to give it up so that's how he gives a proper application in the uh, purpose now coming to the next line mam ekam sharanam praja this ekam can be applied to the word mam then that indicates that lord krishna is the only goal mam krishna is the only goal ekam mam is referring to krishna and when ekam is applied to sharanam bhakti is the only process bhakti is the only process to attain rajendra nanda krishna if we notice in the 14th chapter krishna proper will say that worship of any form of the lord is okay to overcome the modes but when it comes to 18th chapter proper will say one should focus only on the 200 form of the lord not any other form so sharanam is the only process to attain the goal and that's the topmost of the dharma so one has to be clear about the process and the goal that's why the framework of sambandha vidaya prayojana will be used in the gita by lord krishna emphasized by chaitanya mahaprabhu and given to us by sila prabhupada we'll see that in the 15th chapter and throughout prabhupada's purpose you will if you notice um, he will use that as one of the frameworks to describe this is the process this is the goal and when we were reading the three shloki gita and then um, what is so special about this three shloki we have been reading this throughout now that's for us because prabhupada has been giving us that kind of information right from the beginning this is the sambandha this is who you are this is what material nature is this is the lord this is the process this is the goal in the introduction itself we give and when we read three shloki what what is the three shloki so special 
we didn't feel that special because Prabhupada has spoken about it extensively in all the purposes. So be clear about the process, be clear about the goal. So Arjuna was not a Kshatriya was practicing Bhakti Yoga, but is a Bhakti Yogi who is using Kshatriya Dharma to please the Lord. <coughs> so we must be clear about that priority. So then many things will um, gain more clarity once the priority is right. And because towards the end of the uh, Gita, that's what one must be clear, out of doubts and clear. Why? Because um, his doubts, hesitation, all that is gone. <coughs> now, in 1866, Purport, Prabhupada talks about the um, Angas of Sarandar. Shadvida Sharanagati. Accepting whatever is favorable, Anupulyasya Sankalpa. So accept religious principles that will ultimately lead you to pure devotion. And anything that's not leading you to pure devotion, you give it up. Pratikulyasya Vajana. Note here that the uh, actions that are favorable also are not given up. So in the name of Tyag, one shouldn't do it. Whatever is favorable, you still do those activities. Whatever is not favorable, that alone has to be given up. Now, if I am doing it, will Krishna protect? What's the guarantee? That's why Krishna gave the promise. Satyam te. Based on that, you gain confidence. One should be confident that in all circumstances, Krishna will protect me. Rakshish yatiti vishwaso. And Krishna is my only maintainer. Gopdrukthwe varanam tata. Krishna is my only basis and he is my only maintainer. Things are going good, things are going bad. Um, His Holiness Bhakti Vidyapuna Swami gives the example of Pandavas. No one in their life could have gone through Difficult, very difficult, most difficult period for 14 straight years. 14 straight years without break. But that did not break them. They did not have proper place to stay, proper uh, food to eat. So, and then they are Kshatriyas. That's not their actual nature to be like that. But who was protecting, who was maintaining in all those circumstances, the Lord was protecting. <coughs> so, Gokhtrukhtve Varanantata, Krishna is the only um, basis. And Krishna is my only maintainer. Next is the, uh, you are surrendering fully to Krishna. Atma Nikshepa, full surrender, sacrificing everything for the Lord. In the purpose of Prabhupada, one should be willing to sacrifice everything for Lord Krishna. 
attain him, to gain his knowledge, one should be willing to sacrifice everything. That full surrender. And dependence on the loss. Finally, the sixth one is considering oneself to be helpless, lowly, humble, and meek. Without Krishna, I don't have any strength. Without Krishna, I'm useless, I'm worthless, I can't do anything. That utter humility. That is Karpanya. So, out of this six, the first two are like the um, actions, favorable, unfavorable, and the rest four are like the mentality or the emotions. So, throughout the last six chapters, what Coach Prabhupada talk about mentality, attitude, divine mentality, demoniac mentality, attitude, and how that moves from thinking, feeling to action. So this is how we see the two are actions, first two, and the rest four are emotions, attitudes, which has to be cultivated progressively. And this cultivation doesn't happen overnight. So it takes time and guidance. Srila Prabhupada himself has exhibited these six items of surrender. Now, would somebody like to recollect based on the six items, which instance Prabhupada exhibited which symptom? The six items of surrender we discussed and then you all know Srila Prabhupada's life. Would you like to point out an incident or pastime and related to quality of surrender? Place in the Jaladuta mm. uh, with 40 rupees. 
in his pocket. And then of course he had Srimad Bhagavatam. That full confidence that Krishna will always protect him. And then the poems that he writes is described in the um, Krishna Tesis Rukmini section. The followers will quote Chilla Krishna Chakrati Thakur when uh, when when camphor is crushed, the fragrance comes out. Likewise, the Lord was teasing Mother Rukmini to bring out her good qualities. So when crushed, what is inside will come out. So what is coming out from Srila Prabhupada's heart after going through all these ordeals? is those two points, Martine, Bhagavad Dharma and Krishna Tava, Punya Habevai. So there he exhibits, of course his entire life you can say is surrendered. What few things that came to my mind, my limited understanding is, um, you have brought me here, now make me dance, make me dance, make me dance as you like completely giving himself. Um, you must have a plan. And if you want, you can deliver them. Um, <coughs> and thinking himself, Bhakti Nai, Veda Nai. Neither do I have Bhakti, nor do I have uh, philosophical knowledge. Now you empower me. Now coming to the Third line, Aham Tvam Sarva Papevyu Moksha Vishyami. <clears throat> okay, you're telling me to do all of this, Krishna, but what about the sinful reactions? The fear of sinful reactions that we read in chapter 1. If I kill my devotees, uh, my relatives, sorry, will I not get sinful reactions? So, Krishna removes that doubt, that fear, that hesitation. <clears throat> by saying, I will deliver you from all sinful reactions. And that's where you get a clear idea of what is a lower dharma, what is a higher dharma. And to practice bhakti on the order of Krishna and the spiritual master, one can give up lower principles. What if I am not fully purified of sinful reactions? Krishna says, still come to me, I will deliver you from all sinful reactions. Even though earlier he said, um, he was strict in the seventh chapter towards the end, he is more lenient. Come to me, either way. Mm. I will deliver you from all sinful reactions and the reassuring words. Because the situation is that Arjuna has to fight, action has to happen, he has to be motivated, fear has to be removed, hesitations have to be removed, doubts have to be removed, fear has to be removed. And that's why this last Ma Sucha, Prabhupada writes, do not fear, do not hesitate, do not worry, are very significant. One may be perplexed as to how one can give up all kinds of religious forms and simply surrender unto Krishna. It's quite natural, we will be perplexed. How come? Prabhupada says, but such worry is useless. One need not be anxious of how who will maintain me? 
that Krishna will take care. So that's the Ma Shujaha part. With this discussion, we have covered about what is the lower dharma, what is the higher dharma, when can you give up. We also saw Srila Prabhupada not only writing the purpose but living through them in his own life and uh, leading by example. Now we are quite inspired by the teachings and life of Srila Prabhupada. Now I personally felt and I must confess that I don't know what is the mission of Srila Prabhupada. I didn't have a clear idea. Even though as Prabhupada points out in his lectures, it's not just enough that you wear a tilak, you put kantimala and then you walk around. I didn't know about the mission of Srila Prabhupada when I got initiated. Just, just go with the flow, uh, follow the process, then uh, there is not even disciples course and all that 12 years ago. Um, there was an exam, you have a question, then you go pillar and post, ask every devotee about what is GBC, what is this, this question, this question, answer. And luckily, another devotee, Govinda Prabhu, he gave me the um, book, Spiritual Master and Disciple, and Rajanath Prabhu, Ganesham Prabhu, they all guided me. <coughs> Just to get the list of questions answered, submit, mm-hmm. sit for the interview, get initiated, and then walk around with new name, new country, new. Um, but no idea about the mission. So when somebody asks, okay, you're claiming to have taken initiation, you are uh, uh, representing to the Prabhupada to know what his mission is. Absolutely no idea. So Prabhupada says very strong words, such persons are not actually devotees, they are agents of Kali. Even though you are an institution, if you don't know the mission, you're just walking around. I'll read that um, lecture transcription. Um, Kali Chela. Uh, if Prabhupada quotes uh, Bhaktivinoda, he says, yeah. Suppose if somebody if you say that we are Krishna conscious person, someone may challenge. First of all, explain what do you know about Krishna. That is quite natural. If you do not know about Krishna, you have no right to say that I belong to the Krishna consciousness movement. You have no right to say. So your position is like that. If you, simply if you have a tilak and kanti, that does not mean that you belong to the Krishna consciousness movement. Any cheater can do that. You must know the philosophy. If one challenges you, you must reply. Therefore, Bhaktivinoda has sung a song indicating these cheaters. Eta eka khalir chela, nake tilaka gale mala. He's got a tilak and gale mala, bus, that's all. 
here is the servant of Kali. He does not know what is the philosophy. If you do not know the philosophy of Krishna consciousness, if you simply mark your body with tilak and kanti, then you are not proper servant. You are not qualified. So, the mission of Srila Prabhupada, the seven purposes of Iskon, I did not know about it until I was introduced to the course put together by His Grace Suresh Prabhu, founder of the course, where Prabhu goes through that systematically with the Samanda Abhidaya Prayajana framework. The struggle of Srila Prabhupada, you are able to see the life of Srila Prabhupada which melts your heart because emotion is what sets you into action. If you are emotionally moved by Srila Prabhupada's life and his teaching, then the next lesson will talk about Prabhupada's mission and in that Prabhupada's mission you are given the seven purposes of this one. Okay? Then you are asked to see and uh, you are asked to reflect and contribute to his mission. What is your role in his mission? So, the seven purposes of this con um, is there in the certificate of incorporation of this con. The first one, so these are like long statements, the seven purposes. Nowadays we are so used to reading two-liners, three-liners or two-minute videos, we may not, our attention span may not be so great to read through all of that long sentences, but we still make an attempt. The first purpose, to systematically propagate spiritual knowledge to the society at large and to educate all people in the techniques of spiritual life, that's the um, process part as we say. Then the result, in order to check the imbalance of values in life and to achieve real unity and peace in the world. So the key words that are coming up, say for example, if you want to put a hashtag for this first purpose, you can pick up words like propagate, educate, spiritual knowledge, world peace. Check the um, imbalance, spiritual techniques. You can remember words like that. So the theme of propagate, educate is there throughout the whole seven purposes. Now, are we just propagating based on some cooked up knowledge? No, second purpose tells it is based on Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam. To propagate a consciousness of Krishna as it is revealed in the Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam. So that gives us the basis, Shastra as a basis. And um, target audience is the whole world, we are trying to check the imbalance in the society, we are trying to propagate, we are trying to educate, not whimsically, systematically and there are techniques. The third is, okay we are going out and preaching, we also need to get together and remain strong, so Sadhu Sangha coming together to bring the members of the society together with each other and nearer to Krishna the prime entity, so you come together and not discuss about 
cricket or footy or whatever you just if you come together you have a common goal which is to know krishna to know myself and that's the third one and thus develop within the idea sorry develop the idea within the members and humanity at large that each soul is part and parcel of the quality of godhead krishna so members come together together with each other and keeping krishna in the center uh discuss about krishna fourth is straightforward to teach and encourage the sankirtan movement congregation chanting of the holy name of god as revealed in the teachings of lord sri chaitanya mahaprabhu sankirtan can hashtag that then to erect for the members and for society at large a holy place of transcendental pastimes dedicated to the personality of krishna how will you remember that deity worship deity worship for that you need to have temples so building temples and deity worship six to bring the members closer together for the purpose of teaching a simpler and a more natural way of life education shastrik study okay simple and natural way of life where can that be practiced farm farm yeah. so you remember like that you hashtag like farms so then the seventh which is what um great devotees are risking their own health and going out and um, doing is book distribution the view towards achieving the aforementioned purposes to publish and distribute periodicals magazines books and other writings so that's to mention to achieve the six above mentioned purposes to publish distribute periodicals magazines books and other writings okay so who would like to recollect one or more of the purposes what's the major theme running around in all the seven purposes propagate educate yeah you see that that's running throughout the whole purposes propagate educate now among these seven purposes initially you may be engaged in all of that few of that some may strike a chord with your nature and then you pursue that in with the blessings of the authority and the spiritual master and that's how you contribute to shila purpose mission so you see yourself as part of the mission it's not someone else's mission it is your mission and you are participating in it uh, and for that the books are not only for distribution as purpose it also has to be systematically studied and that's why in his lectures to these verses prabhat says that the whole society the members are closing their eyes to spiritual knowledge and therefore the society is a bunch of owls it's a duty of the preachers to go and open the eyes of these owls in the society when you are going and preaching proper says people may not take at that time 
you can smile at them. Like how the Vishnu Buddhas are smiling at the Yamadutas. They may not straight away take it, they may give so many arguments, one must be able to defeat those arguments. And that's why if you read Srila Prabhupada's purports, uh, he follows structures when presenting philosophy. Like here we see he is making some thesis statements. Um, a servant should know the purpose, instructions of his master. Then um, he himself will raise doubts on the thesis statement. He himself will speak as if he is the opponent. The opponent will raise these doubts. Samshaya, Vishaya is the thesis, Samshaya is the doubts. Then supporting arguments for the opponent. The opponent may argue like this. And then you have Prabhupada will establish Siddhanta by removing the doubts and removing the um, arguments raised by the opponent. Then he will establish the Siddhanta clearly by giving proper examples. If you notice that Prabhupada will use statements like the Mayavadi will argue like this. Why does he do that? Because he follows the uh, structure in the Vedanta style where you present a thesis, then you raise doubts, you speak as if the opponent is speaking and you dismantle that, having the, have the doubts removed, then he will establish proper Siddhanta by quoting Shastra as the basis. Uh, then he will re-establish it again. Um, the beauty is he will also give contemporary examples. So the Mayavadi says that the water from the river enters the ocean and becomes one soul also after um, liberation. Loses its form, becomes one with the Lord. The air in the pot, when the pot breaks, the air inside the pot merges to the and outside sounds very logical. The Prabhupada dismantled it by saying that neither water nor air has life, but a soul has life. The example itself is invalid. Okay, you dismantled the argument. What is your argument? Now, there is a green bird. Green bird is entering a tree. So the bird doesn't become the tree, but it is entering the tree to enjoy the fruits. Now, the fishes in the water, in the river, they are in the river and when the river merges with the ocean, the fishes enter the ocean. The fishes don't become the ocean. They still exist there. Thus, we prove that uh, the oneness doesn't mean merging. So this is how um, Prabhupada writes, speaks in his purports. And he also trained, as Gurudev was once saying, that uh, during um, air, during, while traveling, Prabhupada will ask his uh, disciples to take the role of the Mayavadi and give arguments. So then they will give, he will defeat. Then Prabhupada will take the role of Mayavadi and defeat his disciples. So like that he will um, do this kind of um, philosophical arguments. So why? Because he is saying when you are challenged, 
preaches much on the philosophy of Krishna consciousness so as not to be embarrassed and insulted when they preach. As I have seen um, in uh, Texas is where Gurudev is based and in Texas they also have an atheistic community or a whole Sangha and they have open, they have like a phone number and then you can call them and then you can challenge them and they will dismantle your challenges. They will prove that God does not exist and they will openly ask you to give a call and they will take the arguments and they will dismantle them. These were, prior, prior to that they were all uh, in the church and they gave it up and they become atheists and there is a group of atheists from different backgrounds and they have a Sangha and they openly they challenge. You give us a call, you give us reasons, we will dismantle. So, one um, has to know the philosophy and one has to know the mission and the purpose for which um, whom we are representing and if not, as Prabhupada says, we will be embarrassed. So, to avoid that embarrassment, systematic study and propagation, education, distribution and cultivation, all that is required. I'll stop there and uh, see if there are any questions on what we discussed today. Is it any 
basic uh, knowledge that everybody has to know, or because if if we don't know the, uh, if we don't know the philosophy, we will be cavitary, that's something like that, and uh, yeah. not everybody has the same capacity to understand the philosophy or present the philosophy. And yeah. We know even sometimes past times. I was also trying to or understand. We have the pastime of one Brahman in South India that he was illiterate as far as I understand. Yeah. But he was trying to read Bhagavad Gita. He, he couldn't, but he understood. Mm -hmm. And he has the realizations. But he wasn't able to explain it. Yeah. Okay. And how can we understand that in the capacity and different varieties of devotees that our community has and even around the world is gone. So the question is, um, if a person doesn't know the philosophy, he doesn't have the capacity to read, explain, preach, convince others, will he still be considered as the Kalichela? Is that in some way? Yeah, that would be one part of another. Is any basic thing that everybody has to know Now, the audience whom Srila Prabhupada was speaking to at the time, this is LA 1976, and he was referring a lot of time about the sannyasi's preachers around. See the um, context. Yeah, so devotees who have recently taken up the sannyas order and who are given the mandate to expand the mission, and Prabhupada is trying to induce them along with qualified people like. Uh, Maharaj. He will bring up an example, he will challenge them also. What's the logical explanation? Why is it that Sunday is first in the uh, week? Some devotee will answer, no, that is the emotional explanation. Give me scientific explanation. He'll challenge, and not many will know. And then, um, so, um, with my understanding is, he is addressing a particular audience who he wants them to step up and not to be embarrassed and not to, we have taken this up now also understand the mission, the purpose behind why you are doing this and then the internal mood. Now within that, when you go out and reach and you are faced with an opponent whom you can't. So then Prabhupada will still encourage them, like, okay, you try this, and then say, some devotees go out and distribute books, so they said nobody's taking books. They say they are attracted by something else. So Krishna, I mean, Prabhupada will give them supporting arguments to convince the gentle um, people in a different way. So my understanding is it is, you're clear that you must 
do this and this is where you are aiming to and uh, if you are doing it, if you have read Prabhupada's books and if you are going out and preaching, at that time the arguments will come to you, you will be empowered by the order of Prabhupada and by the promise of Krishna. It's interesting that um, Sri Krishna Prabhu is saying that um, Sri Pad Ramanujacharya was challenged by Mayavadi and then the argument went for 21 days. Ramanujacharya is more on the losing side. Then he went and prayed to Lord Vakraj. Um, it doesn't matter if I lose, but the point is, I am not able to establish your supremacy, your um, identity form as a supreme person. Now the blame is yours, not mine, if I lose. He will pray and the Lord will speak to him and say, refer to Yamunacharya's teachings. The argument to defeat that person is in that book. So Ramanujacharya will read. He will... Um, next day, the way Ramanujacharya enters the Sabha itself, the opponent will know that he cannot win. He will surrender. So the whole point is, uh, try with whatever capacity that you have, put the best efforts, uh, because you are doing it on the order of proper. If you are considering yourself as an instrument, the instrument doesn't feel that I have failed. And the instrument is, and because the absence of false ego, you can go inquire from the spiritual master and find out and correct your way of action and keep at it rather than giving up. Because if, you're, if the instrument thinks that the Miranda thinks I am not playing well and he doesn't think, so it keeps playing until the right sound comes out. So to summarize, the um, take the philosophy and understand to whatever extent you can try to preach, you face challenges. Pray to the Lord, pray to the Master, you will be revealed more and then you can progress further. Now, as far as the basic standard, um, Prabhupada has given us the small books, then the major books Bhagavad Gita, Nectar of Devotion, Ishopanishad, Nectar of Instruction, and the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Now, in the case of the Brahmana who is illiterate, um, if we notice carefully, he did not give that reason and not study Gita. He was still reading Gita to the best of his effort. The effort to your capacity draw the mercy of the Lord and the Lord himself came. And after he came, how the Brahmana got empowered, at least I don't know about after whether he started preaching after that, I don't know. But the idea is you have attracted the mercy of the Lord. And from the Lord comes the empowerment and he will tell a few other uh, Brahmanas not to accompany him but be in your place, be situated in your position and preach with the Kurma Brahmana, I think that's what you say. So in, in, within ISKCON we have the minimum standard and then we have educational programs. According to your capacity, you take it up and then you extend and preach, then you get more. Then areas where you need guidance, then you will get more guidance. 
Then move forward. Rather than uh, I mean, rather than focusing on inadequacies, even the same example that you gave, the Brahmana did not focus, I am illiterate, I am illiterate, I am illiterate. No, he said, despite that, my guru gave his order, I will read, I will read, I will try to read. He was doing that part. So, if we do that, then that will attract the Masya. I was also trying to, uh, well, thank you so much for the answer. I was appreciating the point that uh, understanding your position in the movement according to your capacity, and from there you can serve. And preaching can be also, if perhaps it's not upfront, can be just behavior. Yes. Nice behavior is qualities. Yeah. Yeah. Preaching can be through nice behavior. That is uh, like, um, kind of common factor for everybody that yeah. we all try to relate or should be with behavior. Yeah, so along with the preaching comes the uh, behavior because most of the preaching is done through behavior. And that's why we see the example of Vishnu Dudas and Yama Dudas interacting. There's a conflict of interest, they're reporting to different authorities and one has a power over the other, they could just say, they could even harm, Vishnudas could easily harm the Yamadudas and uh, get away with it. They are not doing it, they are not exercising their power over someone who is inferior. And that's something that we have to learn. And the exchange was smilingly disagreeing and expressing their opinions. That's the austerity of speech, where you're telling satyam priyam hitam. So the behavior is also demonstrated, and that is also crucial. And the way devotees deal with each other, that way also outsiders watch. And that is why it is crucial for those in the middle level management positions and the senior and juniors. All of them should be equipped with knowledge and sadhacha proper etiquette and behavior because others are watching and uh, they will learn from our words and actions and behavior also. <coughs> so Is that okay? Thank you. Okay. Then here, Grantrashima Bhagavatam Ki Jai Shabhapad Ki Jai.